The Bible is more than the history of God. It's His story. And here to show you how God can contribute to your story is your host, Barbara Culver. Good morning, afternoon, night, whatever time it may be at your place. It's mid-afternoon where I'm living right now. But it's a great day in the Lord. Every day is great with Him. And He is greatly to be praised and worshipped and honored by everything I do and you do. There is nothing in life greater than having God in your life. Having Jesus Christ to forgive you of all your sins and the knowledge that your future is with him forever there's nothing greater than that you know there's people in this world though today who don't realize that who don't have that knowledge and i pray for you today i pray that god will take this podcast use it in your life and show you a better way of living, a better way of thinking, a better way of acting, and a better way of worshiping. Today I'm going to the book of Psalms. I've been reading through the book of Psalms at night at my house. Every night I read a Psalm. Of course, when I came to Psalm 119, It's all about the words, so I had to split it up, and I split it up in the sections. It's done in Greek alphabet, and each section of the alphabet, I read that at night. But I usually read a whole psalm, sometimes if they're really short, two psalms. But it's great. It's an amazing book, and we can learn so much about life from it. Psalm 139 was written by David and he talks about how much the Lord knows about him God knows everything about you he created you he was there when your mom and dad was having sexual relationships he brought that egg and that sperm together And he created you. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that's an amazing thing that God would do that. You didn't choose your parents. God chose them for you. And whether you got along with your parents or not, it doesn't really matter. God chose them for you for a reason. And you may never really know the reason for that but that's okay but in the process you have to teach yourself how to love your parents whether they're lovable or not you have to teach yourself to love your parents why because god gave them to you 
And there's nothing that can change that blood relationship. You talk to a child whose parent is abusive and you remove that child immediately from that, they still hunger for their mom and their dad. Now, as they grow older, they can come out of that and realize it was a destructive relationship. But there's just nothing that compare to that blood relationship with a parent. But there's nothing that can compare to the knowledge that God has of you. He tells, David tells God in the second verse of 139, you know when I sit down, you know when I rise up, you know my thoughts, even before I think them, even before a word I speak, you know about it. You put your hand upon me. And he says in the psalm, you hem me in. If you go back to the book of Job in chapter 1, you read where Satan tells God, well, the only reason Job hasn't cursed you is because you have this hedge around him. David knew there was a hedge of protection around him, even though there were those that come after him all the time he knew that god had his hand upon him god has his hand upon you today friend and he wants you to know that david tells him such knowledge is so wonderful i can't even attain it i i can't get it in my little finite brain that this is even possible that wherever I go, your spirit is there. If I go to heaven, you're there. If I go to hell, you're there. If I go to the outer parts of the sea, even there, your hand is upon me. He says, if I walk in the darkness, you're going to cover me. You're going to take care of me. And the light about me is always bright even in the darkness, even in those dark times in life, those times of doubt and fear and misunderstanding, even in those dark times, the light of God should be shining bright in you, on you, around you, because he knows everything about you. He formed you. There's nothing hidden from him about you. And David goes on to say, How precious to me are your thoughts, O God. Do you ever think about the thoughts of God? What his thoughts are of you? Now, most of the time, we think God doesn't like us. God is disappointed in us. God is going to do something bad to us because we didn't do it right. That's not what God thinks about you. He loves you. Doesn't matter what you've done, 
what you've thought, what you've said. God loves you. He loved you so much that he gave his son to pay the penalty for sin in your life. That's what he did for you. And all the thoughts that he has of us, we can't even begin to number. But what are our thoughts about God? Oh, God is great. God is magnificent. God is powerful. God is mercy. He pours out mercy to me every morning. New mercy. He gives me grace every day. He watches over me. And I love it when David goes on to say in, in a lot of the Psalms, Oh, that you would just slay the wicked, oh God. Get rid of them. They speak against you with malicious intent. And your enemies take your name in vain. How many people do you know that takes the name of God in vain? Even Christians. It's not limited to people who don't believe. There are a lot of people who don't believe in God that don't do that. But there are a lot of people who do. And David says, Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? And hate is a big word. It was a big deal in my house. I didn't allow my children to use the word hate. Because I believe Jesus teaches us in the New Testament when he came to walk with the people to love your enemies. Don't hate them. Do good to them. So hate was a big word for me. You know, I didn't like everything my parents did growing up or even as I became an adult. But I never, ever said I hated them. When you say you hate someone, you're hating what God created. So be careful how you use the word hate. But David hadn't been taught to love his enemies and to pray them. But David ends this psalm with, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. And see if there be any grievous way in me. But lead me in the way to everlasting. Have you ever prayed that? Search me, O God, and know my heart. Lord, what is it I'm not doing that I need to be doing? What is it that you've asked me to do that I haven't done? Try me. See if I can't turn away from the things that I need to turn away from. Get rid of all the thinking that I'm not enough and God's not going to take care of me. 
God's not going to handle this situation in my life. God loves you. And if you have Christ in your life and the Holy Spirit is living in you, God already knows your heart. But let him search it again. Because there may be a part of you that's hiding deep down in there that you haven't even experienced yet. But he wants to either change or get rid of or to repair. Maybe it's a brokenness in there. Maybe there's some hate down in there. Maybe there's love that you've never expressed to someone. Maybe it's a smile that you need to give to someone. I used to visit a lady in the rest home who complained every time I went in to see her. I don't know why God leaves me here. She was in pain every day, every moment of every day, and I understand that. But God has a purpose in leaving you here. God has a purpose for what you're going through in life. And I used to tell this lady, you see nurses every day, and you don't know what's going on in their life. Light up their life with a smile and letting them know you love them just like God loves them because they're taking care of you. You know, it doesn't matter what we go through in life. We all have struggles. We all have heartaches. We have disappointments. We have frustrations. That does not diminish the fact that God loved you so much. And Jesus Christ gave you his Holy Spirit, the greatest power on earth. God, teach me through your spirit how to do this. I'm always telling him that. In fact, I'm telling him that about doing this podcast since I got my email in December about the people that listen to this podcast. Teach me, Holy Spirit, how to fix it on my podcast so that I can get messages from you that do listen. Because I am intrigued about what you think about it's his story. Because my life is his story. And whether you believe that or not, so is yours. But you have to teach yourself how from the Bible, how does this portray my life? What can I take from this to make me a better person, a better wife, a better mother, a better daughter, sister, brother, family member? Or just friend. I encourage you this week. Read Psalms 139. 
see what the Holy Spirit speaks to you about in that psalm. And until next time, bye for now.